0: Are you a patient suffering with a disease or condition? Do you feel lost within our healthcare system? Are there times when you feel like you don't have a voice with your doctor or pharmacist? Welcome to a podcast dedicated to the patient, hosted by a patient suffering with chronic pain, who's a vibrant entrepreneur, Christy Sobel. The Patients Podcast focuses on interviewing doctors, pharmacists, healthcare providers, and other patients to build a network of change, to create an environment of sincere empathy, to elevate the patient's voice and demand advocacy for those suffering. Welcome to the Patients Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You're listening to the
1: Patients Podcast, part of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Christy Sobel. Today we're speaking with Todd Yearly, and he's the founder of Pharmacy Podcast Network.
2: Hey, Christy, good morning. How are you?
1: I'm doing well, thank you.
2: You know, when I had the entire concept of the Patients Podcast, I was really nervous about searching for the right host because the last thing that I wanted, especially in this day and age of digital, Um, media was to find somebody that wasn't sincere. Someone who didn't understand uh, at the ground level what a patient was going through. But then I needed to balance that sincerity with someone who understood business, who has spoken in front of a crowd, who has a passion for people, and who is definitely entrepreneurial, So I remember that two-month search on uh, LinkedIn based on keyword searching Um, and I remember finding you and your background with Laneige Purse and what you designed for women that were suffering with back pain and the fashion aspect of it and your drive and your blog and then your YouTube videos and I can't. I can't express, and people probably don't understand this because if you're managing multiple podcast brands like I am to try to bring together people and ideas and efforts through the Pharmacy Podcast Network, the Patients Podcast was the most sensitive podcast to me. So, once again, much nervousness going into it. But when I found you, it was a godsend. So, I am so excited. That you've taken a lead with this we have uh, three or four episodes that are out already um, I'm getting feedback from uh, Twitter from face from Facebook about this show I am so proud of what you've done in such a short amount of time thank you so much Christy
1: thank you it means a lot
2: so I understand that as we move forward with the dedication of this program to patients in dealing with multiple chronic conditions the one that's leading the one that you that comes from home for you is chronic pain and when i listen to your interviews and you reaching out to um veterans of our network uh, of our nation and doctors throughout the nation that are dealing with this but then i always remember as i'm listening you know as these interviews are being put together and all this production time is being put in and all this time that you spend recording, you're still dealing with this because you are a patient. You are going through this together. So I, I want to understand kind of back up for the listeners who might not have listened to the brand, the very, very, very first patients podcast. If you haven't, I'm going to put it in the show notes down below. But Christy, just for our listeners purposes, were you properly diagnosed um, when, when you were first diagnosed?
1: They couldn't find a diagnosis. Uh, as many people as I went to, they said it was the narcotics that were causing it. Um, they ran a bunch of tests, it wasn't clear. And they, they, they didn't. So the doctors that I went to pretty much left it as, you are well, your mind just thinks that you are sick.
2: Jeez. Uh, that's,
1: that's what it was, yes. So no, I wasn't properly diagnosed for a year and a half later um, when I was close to death. And then I found a group of people that, that made everything doable, life doable, and to win.
2: I listened to um the interview and the interviews that you've done and I'm thinking, you know, this takes a toll on everyone. It takes a toll on I mean, I I when I suffer with a cold for 1 week and then it's over. I know that what that does to me obviously physically, but what that does to me mentally. And I'm thinking, you know, sh- you know, sometimes shame on us for feeling pity on ourselves when other people don't get that seven days they don't get that 90 days they don't get that two years it's something that just goes on and on and on forever Um, I know I can imagine the toll that it takes but how do you cope with it mentally Christy how how are you how are you coping
1: I go back to the day that I was diagnosed with the incurable illness And I had a choice. I gave myself a choice. either end it or fight. And to do fight, I wouldn't be fighting for just existing or surviving. I was going to have to fight to live a liver's life. So there was no turning back. I made a commitment to myself, and I knew that I couldn't break it because it would break me. I found an incredible team of doctors. Um, they, They were and are instrumental in every aspect of this. I also have a very strong support team that's there when I need them the most. I think I always have to remind myself why I'm doing this. And that is to shed light on a very, very dangerous thing that's going on today. What it's like to live every single day Of every moment in chronic pain, and that I never want anybody to suffer like I have. So, with that, I dedicated my life in making a difference. And that's what I focus on when the mental starts tearing me down. Also, I found little tricks. And everybody will find their own. But for me, every morning when I woke up, that voice inside my head would go crazy. And I had such a high anxiety and lived my day 15 times before I walked out the door. And I said, no more. So I set my computer up the night before when I am barely able to roll over, I press play. And I listen to the comedian, and that drowns out that voice. It also sets me up to see the day with a different outlook. I am revived. I have the sense that I can do just about anything. And, um, That's just just one of the things that I do.
2: You know, when I read about the types of chronic pain, the headaches, the post-surgical, the post-trauma, or the lower back pain, the cancer pain, the arthritis pain, the neurological uh, genetic pain caused by severe nerve damage, um, you know, I... I've never experienced anything like this. You know the, the the pain that that people on the other side that might be supporting you might be a nurse, might be a doctor, might be a person at the grocery store um, that looks you in the eye and there's probably there it's not it's not mean judgment, but it's it's not understanding judgment that. Why is she acting like that? Or why is she irritable? Why is she um, depressed? Why does she seem like she's about to cry? Why is this person going through this? Because we that don't experience that ongoing suffering that's just um, always there, that you probably get used to on a scale from 1 to 10, I'd probably buckle at level 2. You're probably at a level 8, and it's just something that you've learned to Put in the back of your head and I think you, Christy Sobel was a go-getter you've always been a go-getter, you still are entrepreneurial drive and I'm wondering do you ever feel that your best now is not good enough based on the limitations that you're feeling um, based on the limitations that are put on you because of this chronic pain
1: That's, a, that's pretty good um, I'm learning I'm learning it's a learning curve every single moment of every day I know what kind of work I was able to do before I had the package set up I put everything I had into me and I was confident in my pursuit in a career that I was unstoppable. But what used to take me maybe an hour or two to do, it takes like five. I used to be able to do flawless speaking, stay on track, and now it takes (laughs) a lot of work to do that. But Through that process, I know that I'm just skimming the surface of what I used to be able to do. But I've learned that there is only the present and the future. And I live in the present and I stay 10 steps ahead of myself. Because if I look at the long range and where we are right now in this illness, it's. it shows just how massive this issue is, and it's not gonna get better, it's only gonna get worse. So I'm taking those limitations that I thought I wasn't going to be able to contribute in life like I used to, but I think now more than ever, the strength, the determination, t- t- I, I know that I'm better at certain tasks than I was before. I'm a stronger listener. I take the time to pick people up. I ask the questions to those that look like they're struggling. And every single day, every single day is an opportunity to help another which helps me, and that, I believe, is what life's all about. So I can't compare myself anymore on all the things that I used to do because it's gone, and there's no future in dwelling in that.
2: You sit there, and you think about this, and you, you think about what could have been probably at times, and you set yourself up for success the way that you know that it needs to be someone that's an entrepreneur knows that that's not a 8-hour job it's sometimes a you know 24-hour job and the drive to be successful how do you set yourself up for success and to keep moving, keep moving forward
1: I think it goes back to how did I find my way back into life? And that was visiting our military, our our veterans that were coming home. And I connected with them. When your life shatters, and you just try to pick up the old pieces and put it together, it doesn't fit. And for most people, they can't grasp what that feels like. So, through tough days, through things that are presented to me, I look to those men to give me some insight where I'm struggling maybe in the way that I can help another. But I have to remind myself every day how I can succeed. And I put notes up all over my place. So no matter if I'm getting in the refrigerator or walking out the door or TV, I see words of encouragement. I see when I look at myself in the mirror, I've listed all the things I like about myself to remind that I may not feel or look like the woman I used to be but to see the real me I am and to to embrace it but to feel empowered by it. The other thing I did is I wrote down everything I never ever 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 want to do and that list was pretty lengthy. Um, Every single day, I take one thing off that list, and I have to do it. And usually, it's not that I didn't think I can do it. It was the unknown and the fear that was holding me back. I had to see for myself that anything is doable and it kept my world from getting smaller and smaller proving to myself and others anything is possible so i would say to everyone as harsh as this may be if you have people in your life that suck all the energy out of you you got a clean house because I've never been a selfish pe- per- person, but this has taught me it's not being selfish to rid myself of those that bleed me dry. Because I have no problem with dealing with people that need me for insight and in what they can do. But it's the people that are just really negative and down on life and how they can't do something. And you can only help them in so many ways before you just hit your head into a brick wall. and You realize that you're not going to change anything for them. And if you don't let go, they will take you down. I also have learned that when you look at me, you don't think I'm sick. You see a woman that (laughs) was 85 pounds, hair falling out, um, (sighs) lost. (laughs) And I had to figure out in this process how I was going to accomplish what I set out to do. And success begins inside you. And I learned that I had to I have to get my mind strong, so my body can follow along. Because if I can't do that, the body is not going to do it. And with a strong support team, you are able to take a deep breath, and they're there. But I think one of the biggest things is I give myself a free pass now in the sense of it's okay to cry every day. It's okay to to feel sick when I am sick and not feel guilty that I'm not out trying to save somebody else. I I have to remind myself why I am doing this, why I'm putting my story out there for everyone to read and judge me for, for everything that I am doing. And there is cruelty that comes along with it because when you're standing stronger than some. They like to take you down. And I think that facing the worst fear of my life, it, it's already happened. So I've lost the, the feeling of fear. And with that, that, that freed me to a world I never ever knew imagined. I think this is what I was meant to do. And I'm not going to let others down because that would mean that I'm going to let myself down. So no matter what obstacles that stand in my way, no matter how many people judge me, good or bad, I feel inside. But as long as I give it everything I have, if that day I only help one person, it's worth it. It's worth it. And you have to keep moving forward. Oftentimes I don't know what the next step is, but I have to put one foot in front of the other and I will figure it out. And that's how I have gotten to this portion in my life. It's as simple as that.
2: Well, Christy, I'm honored to have you as part of our network and the work that you're doing to reach patients that are going through something similar, listening to your voice, hearing the sincerity. I want patients, I want professionals, I want organizations, physicians, healthcare professionals to get involved with the network, get, get involved with the show. Um, if someone's listening today and they want to reach you, whether that be to join you on the podcast or support you, or uh, just send you a message um, especially if they're going through something similar uh, give us a way to, to reach out to you um, and I'll put, I'll put whatever that is in the show notes too
1: send it to Christy Sobelhope at gmail.com you can also go to the Patients Podcast Network and you can post it there. Fortunately, we're able to work in those parameters. And nobody's story is not read. All of this is gone through, and just figuring out ways to help you. But I, I, I need you to reach out. I need people to tell me their stories so that we can keep going so that we can succeed that we can find the hope with what they struggle with and that's mentally physically emotionally and if i don't know anything about it please send it to christy sobel hope at gmail.com
2: christy sobel the patience podcast thank you so much And we look forward to hearing other interviews, uh, patients dealing in conditions, dealing with addiction, dealing with pain, dealing with the pressures, the financial pressures that this causes, dealing with finding the right physician team, uh, the right specialists. There's so much to be done. And um, like I said, I'm just honored to support you in, in helping to put this together. So thank you.
1: Thank you, Todd. The very one thing I want to leave everybody with is that when you feel like you've hit rock bottom and you can't do anymore, the neat thing is, is if you keep moving, there is something waiting around the corner that's going to lift you back up and it's going to say, I'm here, let's keep going. And that is what you did for me, Todd, is when I didn't know how... I was going to reach (laughs) a large group of society. It was, it seemed almost impossible, fighting, fighting, and then you came along. And so I feel so honored and blessed that I am able to, for this show, to give the opportunity for everybody to understand the issues and also support and um, change has to occur. Thank you very, very much for this opportunity.
2: Thank you, Christy Sobel, for being part of the show. We very much appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Thanks for listening to The Patient's Podcast, where the voice of the patient is the most important voice in healthcare. If you'd like to be featured on the Patients Podcast, please send us your information and story to patientspodcast at gmail.com.